Hey there guys, it's George from ALM Fitness here. Now in today's podcast, we're going to talk about the topic of what supplements should you be buying if you are looking to increase your fitness, if you're looking to increase your muscle mass, uh, you know, if you're coming back to the gym maybe after a while, or if you're just getting into the gym or or fitness classes for the first time, what supplement should you get? What do you need, um, if if any at all? So we're going to discuss that today. So first of all, um, there are a few kind of a small group of supplements that actually will do something positive for you uh, and can be useful. However, it's important for me to start this podcast off by saying that the majority of supplements are simply not going to have a very large effect. Uh, and the majority of them, in fact, will have pretty much no effect or no noticeable effect on either your physical fitness or uh, your body composition. So your muscle mass and your fat and things like that. So there are a small group of, of, of supplements and, and that have been heavily researched and, and we therefore know are going to be effective in some way, shape or form. Um, so we're going to go over those those now and kind of where you can buy them and, and things like that. So when we're talking about these supplements, we're talking predominantly about creatine monohydrate. We're talking about whey protein um, or another form of, of protein powder. Um, and we're also then talking about some more health supplements such as uh, your multivitamins or your uh, fish oils, for example. Uh, and then I would also put vitamin D in that kind of that, that uh, area as well. So we've got kind of uh, three different groups of supplements there. Now, the first one is nice and easy to touch on. It's creatine monohydrate. Now, the thing with creatine uh, and the reason I say it's easy to touch on is because there's only one uh, variety that you need to be kind of concerned with, and that is creatine monohydrate. Uh, and you can find that if you were to do a quick Google of that, uh, any creatine monohydrate that is sold by a reputable company, so, you know, a, a large company with good um, good ratings and uh, good trust ratings, trust pilot ratings. So as long as you're looking for that and it's creatine monohydrate and it's not marketed as, you know, creatine plus or crea, crea, whatever, you, there are lots of different uh, varieties of it that aren't um, that won't do anything extra. They're just they're just marketing basically. So uh, all you need is creatine monohydrate, and cr the thing that creatine does is it's going to help you gain a little bit of extra muscle mass and also a little bit of extra strength if you are already resistance training. So if you are setting out with a resistance training protocol, if you've got a program or you're going to the gym, exercise classes and your workouts involve resistance training to build muscle or strength, if you take creatine on top of that, you can get some additional benefits that you wouldn't have got if you didn't take creatine. And those benefits are fairly fairly small. Over a significant amount of time, maybe a, a couple of months or even longer, um, we're looking at uh, the difference between creatine or no creatine is probably the difference between around one to two kilograms of uh, lean mass. Um, so muscle mass. So again, positive there and definitely a recommendation and also some strength gains as well. Um, so that's definitely kind of number one, I would say, on the effective supplement list if you're looking to gain muscle, that is. However, the next group of supplements we have is whey protein or other protein supplements. Now, um, like all of the supplements, you have to just be uh, aware where you're buying these supplements from and you have to be looking at um, you know, the, these kind of how good quality the, these supplements are. Whey protein is a great supplement to take and obviously is a very popular one for gym goers and, uh, and people who are active. And the, the way that I like to, to tell people to look at whey protein if they're new to it or if they've just heard kind of bits of it, but they're not really sure exactly what it does, um, is I like to tell people that think of whey protein as 
uh, just another way to get your protein in. So if you're a meat eater, I like to say, think of whey protein as a, a chicken breast, for example. Um, that's all it is. It's not going to do anything fancy. Uh, like if you were to eat a chicken breast, you don't expect that to do anything fancy. It's just another way of getting in your protein for the day. Um, it is 100% healthy. There have been studies that have had people that have consumed over 10 protein shakes a day in some, some instances, and their blood work was just the same as when uh, as before the study, and, and it's completely healthy. Uh, there used to be some rumors that um, whey protein supplementation and high protein diets um, can negatively impact uh, kidney health uh, but that has been debunked since in the in the science literature quite a bit um, unless you already have kidney damage um, and even then you'd be having to consume quite a lot of protein copious amounts of protein really to have a, a negative impact so Whey protein supplementation can be a great tool for anyone of all um, all ages of, of, of you know, it doesn't matter if you're, you're male or female, you can have whey protein supplements and they can ha- uh, give you some benefits. But again, they won't do anything magic for you. It's just another way for you to get in your daily protein. So for example, if you are, if you have a nine to five job and there are times during the day, maybe even a three or four hour window where you just simply aren't able to eat anything, but you don't want to be, or you, you aren't able to go and make some food, for example, or eat a sandwich, but you don't want to be going without any food or without any nutrients because you're going to be starving your body of nutrients for that time. Uh, in which case, a protein shake might be a great way to go and a great idea of a kind of a snack, if you like, that you could have there. So whey protein, great example. And there are also other proteins in there. We've got, uh, you know, if you're vegan, you've got vegan protein options. Um, you've got things like rice protein, like pea protein, um, hemp protein, all of these different protein sources that you can get. It might just be a little bit of trial and error to see which one uh, which one tastes best for you and which one uh, digests well as well. That's the only other thing with whey protein or other protein sources. Uh, some people, uh, it's not uncommon, certainly not uncommon to have digestive issues with some of them. So it might just be worth trialing out a little bit at a time and seeing which one uh, which one that you're you're all good with. But again, you wouldn't want to be going anything too fancy other than just your standard whey protein. Um, there are kind of whey protein varieties with less lactose in them. Um, so you might want to go for look look at other options like that. But again, you wouldn't want to be looking at something too expensive there. Just go with the basics. And the final supplement category that you might be wanting to, to look at if you're if you're getting active for the first time or if you're getting back into things uh, would be your general health category. So we've got things like a multivitamin, good to cover all your bases. Uh, I always say to people, if you're taking a multivitamin a day, um, you know, it's not going to do you any harm, basically. Um, it might not do you any good, especially if you're already getting in uh, all the vitamin, vitamins and minerals that you need, uh, but it's certainly not going to do you any harm. So I like to think of it as a bit of an insurance policy, if you like, um, and, and to take one of those a day, again, wouldn't be a bad thing. And they're relatively cheap as well, so that's good. Um, couple of other health supplements you might want to think about taking, especially if you're active. We've got things like fish oil supplementation, so that can help. Um, again, with, with there's, there's kind of there is a link there with with positive um, potential benefits to heart health and things like that. Although that's a bit disputed more recently, but it is there uh, in the literature. We've also got things like benefits to to, to bone health. Um, and and other other elements like that, joint health as well. So uh, again, it's not going to harm you taking a fish oil. Uh, I would recommend that as well if you're able to. Um, and also a vitamin D, especially if you live in the UK. Um, obviously, we're getting into summer, so our vitamin D levels should be gradually getting up. But even then, um, you'll probably find that the, a lot of people in the UK will be going through even the summer uh, with a 
vitamin D deficiency just because of our exposure to sunlight just isn't as much as we'd like it to be. Uh, unless you're getting out in the middle of the day for a few hours, um, you're probably not getting um, enough kind of vitamin D from the sun. And even then, obviously, that's going to uh, put our, our skin at, at risk as well. So um, vitamin D supplementation would definitely be up there and would probably be a, be a must-have for the majority of people who live in the UK. Uh, obviously, there are some caveats there as well. But those are our kind of my three supplement categories I thought I would go over there. Uh, anything else I would probably just steer clear of, unless it's obviously a recommendation from your doctor or something like that. Um, or something that you found works for you. Um, but the majority of sports supplements out there that are going to help you with your performance um, or that claim to help you with your performance are just based around these crazy marketing claims and aren't actually uh, going to do you any good. Um, and the evidence behind them is, is very, very limited. So hopefully that's been useful and uh, we've got some, we've had some takeaways from that. Um, and again, remember, just don't see when you look in all these magazines, when you look online at these articles, uh, don't just take it at face value, all these claims that they make, because nine times out of 10, uh, they come nowhere near to that in real life when you start taking the, the product. Uh, and it's basically just uh, you paying for expensive urine in most cases. So um, again, those are the supplements I would recommend and uh, from reputable sellers as well. So hopefully that's been useful. Thanks very much for listening, guys.